Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, at this stage, there are a few people in Ireland who haven't received a scam call or text. Apparently, I owe millions to Amazon, and they do work. Comreg reckons they're costing consumers three hundred million a year. News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly is here to tell us what to listen out for. Afternoon, Jess. Afternoon, Sean. They come in many different forms. They do. And what's happened over the years is that they've become more and more sophisticated. Uh, Definitely since the pandemic, things have gone up a notch because a lot of us were engaging with online services more so than ever before. We were shopping online more than before. A lot of banks around that time, if not slightly before, pushed customers to go paperless in terms of billing. So if you are an online scammer, there's never been a better time to be in that industry than right now. Yeah. Uh, because everyone has sort of a heightened awareness of communications from brands. It's not abnormal for me to get a text uh, for me to get a text from a store saying we've got a 20% sale. So if that same store in that same thread on my phone pops up saying you've been selected for a 5000 euro voucher, click here and give me your bank details and we'll transfer it to you. You can kind of understand to a certain extent how mm. and why so many people do fall for these things. Yeah, indeed. Now, the, the various forms they come in, I like I I only, only yesterday got mm. a couple of now with just a a robo call saying you owe Amazon 80 quid or something. Yeah. And uh then I block the first number and then a second number comes up, which again is blocked. Now, I've noticed that the, the, name, the change I've noticed in those kind of calls is that they're now coming from Irish numbers rather than as before they used to be foreign numbers. Yeah, and this is part of that luring people in the sense of security. Another take on that as well is that they will call you, they'll let it ring once and they'll hang up. So you'll have a missed call and you'll dial them back mm. and then they can run up and get your, your uh, sort of bill. It's a redirected call basically. Uh, but in terms of the Irish number thing, this is something that has developed over time. They can use number cloning software. So that's number one. But also, it's not that difficult to get your paws on an Irish number. Yeah. It's ne- again, it's never been easier to do. Uh, so we have a few different groups who do things in different ways. Uh, when you hear of a ransomware attack or when you hear of a leak, a big leak of information, and sometimes you'll hear there was personal data involved in that leak, very often what happens is that big, huge database with all of our phone numbers, our addresses, our air codes and everything gets put onto the dark web And it goes to the highest bidder or it goes to whoever wants it and puts Mm. their hand up. Then they have access to all of these numbers because you may be wondering, like, how do they get my number? Mm. It is bananas. Uh, So they can just go onto the dark web. There there are huge databases. There's a brilliant website. I've been talking about it for years. It's called haveibeenpawned.com with the A missing from pawned. And if you go to that website and put in your email address, it'll be able to tell you if your email address has ever been compromised in a data leak. And if so, that could be the source of your information falling into the wrong hands. So it's always worth going in, doing a check on that and changing your passwords and all the rest. Okay, that's very interesting. Now, the different sorts of ones. Yes. Very popular one at the the moment is the Hi Mom or Hi Dad scam. So explain how that works. Yeah, this one I really, really don't like because it is completely playing on that emotional reaction to protect your child. Uh, So a number of people have received a message saying, Hi Mom, I'm texting you off a friend's phone. I've smashed mine and their phone's about to die. Can you uh, WhatsApp my temporary number? And then they give a different number. They hope that the parent will text that number and they'll say, look, my phone is dead. I've got it back up here. But obviously, because I don't have my normal number, I can't set up my two-factor authentication for my banking app. Mm. Can you just transfer me 
50 quid? Yeah. Or can you transfer me 500 quid? The levels, the numbers vary, but they are completely depending on you, the worried parent, wanting your kid to be okay, and you do respond to it. I've heard of a few people who have done it, and what's frustrating is when you see the stats reported by Angardi or the different bodies about the number of these scams every year, that figure is always incredibly low because people feel like an idiot if they do yes, fall for it. Yeah. And so you're not going to go to a Garda station saying, look, I didn't call my kid to check if it was real or not. I just saw it. I just panicked. I transferred the money. What can you do? Because very often the answer is not a whole lot. Mm. But the high mum scam... Uh, is one that is very much based on emotional manipulation. Yeah, and, and, and in that one, is it, you get the initial one with that message that you read out. And then is there, is there back and forth? Is there an actual person at the end of the yeah. scam pretending to be your son or daughter? Yeah, I've seen a few people and it's very entertaining. If you go on Twitter, you'll see screenshots of it. People interact and they'll, they'll reply saying, which kid are you? Yeah, you know, yeah. and then they're trying to get them to verify if you're child number three or child number four, and you know, play play it out a little bit. But they are looking to uh, verify that the parent in that instance is looking to verify that the kid is who they say they are. Very often, it becomes very transparent very quickly that they're not, mm. uh, and you can kill it. But they do want that instant reaction. I've also seen things where uh, people are using this scam to say, uh, I've just tried, uh, I'm knocked out of my bank. I've just tried to log into your banking 365. Can you text me the verification code that you got? And so they're using that because you know the way there's that multi-factor step thing where you get the verification code. Uh, And again, in a blind panic, I've seen people just sending the code over and as sophisticated as all the cybersecurity and all the tech that we have now is, it, it, all it takes is a bit of human error. It, it's yeah. that one second decision to to send a verification code or to click on a link, and then you're goosed. Uh, website cloning. Yes, this is yeah. This is is this relatively new because it's kind of really it's very hard. Like those kind of scams, you know, if you're, you know, unless you've been talking completely hung over, you know, you won't get uh, uh, caught out with that. But these things, they look like the real thing. You have to be very, you have to be looking at the address to make sure it's the real thing. I very nearly, like me who banged, you, yeah. absolute yeah. Egypt, uh, nearly fell for this a few weeks ago. I was at home. I went and I did a Google search for Dunn's. Dunn's stores, great place. Clicked on the first link that appeared. It was a sponsored link. I just thought that's what they do. No problem. It took me to the website. It looked exactly like the Dunn's website. I added a few bits to my cart and I don't know and I will never know what made me pause. But I clicked on the URL bar because I was on my phone. So, you know, when you're Mm. on your phone, you can only see like www.dunn's whatever. I, for whatever reason, looked at the URL address of this website and I saw that it wasn't dunstores.com. It was dunstores.iecom.com. Now, mm. I had been around on different parts of this website. I had clicked on. The logo looked exactly the same. The contact information, the map to show me Duns and Cornell's Court near where I live was on there. Everything, every element of it looked legitimate. And it was only that I clicked on the URL bar that I copped that it was a scam website. Now, I've spoken to people who went through because the day that uh, this woman that I spoke to was on it, Duns were having a sale. And so she decided to buy all the kids socks uh, for going back to school and some cardigans. And she got it for 60 quid and she was thrilled with herself. But she didn't get the verification email to say that her order had been received. Mm. 
Now, again, she's been on to different bodies and there's not a whole lot that can be done. The, the name that came up on her bank statement was a Chinese company. So she's pretty adamant that it's not done stores. Yeah. But it, the, the website cloning thing happens an awful lot. It's the same where I think I said earlier on, if you get a text from your bank that will, you know, tell you that the service might be offline or whatever it is, a legitimate communication. What's happening now is scammers can send you a text that appears in that same thread because they can clone the number. And there'll be a link in that. And if you click through to the link, it'll bring you to a cloned version of the bank's website. I have gone on and done this. Now, I knew full well it was a scam. Yeah. But when I went in and I put in my user ID and then it asked for my birth date and then the second or the third step is my PIN. So I put in three of my six digits on my PIN and it came back saying it was wrong. And then it asked for the other three digits of my six digit PIN and I put it in. So now those scammers have all six digits of my pin because the first attempt failed so they could get the other three. Yeah. And then they have access to your banking details. Now, I, I didn't put in my legitimate details because yeah. again, I knew it was a scam. But it's the the lengths that they go to. Like, do you remember back in the day the scams would come in and you'd click on it and it would be completely the wrong so- colour scheme or there'd be yes. typos all over the place. They are putting a huge amount of effort in now to clone these websites, to lure you in, to get access to data from the dark web, to target customers and people are falling for it. That's why these things work. You may be rolling your eyes to the skies going, geez, how could anyone think that that's a legitimate message from the tolling website or from OnPost or whatever it is? But the fact that it's still happening is proof that it works. Yeah, indeed. And the most we can do... like. In fairness to the guards, there's probably not much they can do about it after the event. Mm, Yeah, this is something that... Now, the guards will still say that people should always let them know if something happens because it's only when people go forward that they can identify trends. Like, there are trends in the world of cyber attacks and um, online attacks that can help them identify and try and track down where this activity is coming from. But in recent years, we've seen not only the sophisticated cyber gangs doing it, but there's also this thing called ransomware as a service now. So you can go on if you're bored and you've got a few hours to spare and you can download a program uh, from the Internet that will execute ransomware software for you. So you could then deploy that wherever you want and you can carry out whatever ransom attacks you want in the hope of getting money and cause complete havoc. So the guards and different bodies, um, including Interpol, the FBI, the CIA, they are, tr- they are working on this the entire time. We have the National Cybersecurity Centre here in Ireland and they would say that uh, they prevent more attacks than we'd read about in the newspaper. We only read about the yeah, real disruptive sure. ones. But in terms of preventing it, there's not a whole lot that can be done. However, I would question if the mobile operators should or could do more. Yeah. Because if you see, you know, you mentioned an 089 number doing the call that you received. I've received, you know, texts from 087, 085 over, or whatever number it is. Surely if you are somebody working for the mobile networks, you can see when there's massive traffic coming from one number. Like whatever about a Dublin fan texting every Kerry person they've ever met on Sunday saying, look, we're class, we won again or whatever it is. Uh, Sending out messages in the numbers that these scammers would have to be doing must be a red flag somewhere on some switchboard in some area. 
And so I would question and wonder if it would be possible to put a block or to identify or to track down at that source rather than poor Mary having to go down to the Garda station because she wanted to buy a pair of socks and it was a cloned website. There has to be something more that can be done. It's a very legitimate question. Jess, thanks a million. As ever, that's Jess Kelly there in News Talks Technology Correspondent. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.